Come on, shout it, the dangers of comparison. Um, in a generation where people like to show off and people like to put their best foot forward, in a generation where you may be or can be dragged into a situation where you are comparing yourself, your life, your kids, your car, your house, your business, your marriage, other things with what other people have, I feel it is important that we are awakened to the dangers of such comparison. Glory to God. One of the things I want you to understand straight away is that what you see in the lives of people is what you call their highlights. Somebody say their highlights. People would always put their best life forward. They always put the best things happening in their life. They always put their, the best part of their life on social media. And here you are comparing your behind the scenes and your dark moments and your trial times with what somebody is putting out there as their best moments. That is where the error begins. Because nobody puts out their toils for people to see. Nobody washes their dirty linens in public. The same goes. And so all you see about people is the best part of their life. That is why you don't have to allow yourself to be bothered or worried so much by comparing yourself with what others have. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Romans 12, 6. The book of Romans 12, 6. Yeah. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, mm -hmm. whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Okay. Second Corinthians 10, 12. So Romans is dealing with even the fact that everybody is called and graced to be able to function in a particular office. And he's saying that whatever you are graced to do, just focus on that and don't be um, dragged into a place of comparing what another person is doing. Um, if God has called you, for example, to be a teacher, you can make impact as a teacher. If the Lord has called you to be an evangelist, you can make impact as an evangelist. You don't simply have to look at what another person is doing to see or to copy that as a template of success. The only template of success is what heaven has said concerning your life. And as long as you are walking according to it, you are fine. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why somebody can do a job, do a business, and it will do well. If you try it, it will fail. Because simply because somebody did it and it succeeded, doesn't necessarily mean that is the template of success. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Read the Corinthians 1, please. 2 Corinthians 10, 12. 10, 12. Yeah. For we dare not make ourselves of the number mm -hmm. or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. Okay. But they measuring themselves by themselves. So we dare not compare ourselves with others, but they measuring themselves with themselves. And comparing themselves among themselves. And comparing themselves among themselves. Are not wise. Are not wise. It says those... Those, those, those that are in the habit of measuring themselves against themselves and comparing themselves against themselves are not wise. Amen. And you understand why soon. Number one reason, danger of comparison. Number one, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. Whatever your lot is, whatever you are walking in, 
you need to understand that your current situation is somebody's prayer topic. It's somebody's definition of a testimony and a breakthrough. Am I talking to somebody? Whatever you are experiencing now that you have become so used to that has now become something you wish to leave behind and move on to the next. Whatever you are experiencing today is actually somebody's breakthrough and prayer topic. And by comparing yourself with others, what you do is that you, you prevent yourself from enjoying the joy of the moment and you become bitter or embittered because you are comparing what another person has. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you are busy focusing on what somebody else has or how somebody else is, you are inevitably forfeiting the joy you are supposed to experience in your current situation. Amen? Somebody is so bitter. Lord, I want a child. Lord, I want a child. Lord, I want a child. By being so bitter, ah, ah, so, so, and so has a child. So, so, and so has 15 children. Even that one, that they didn't want a child, has a child. Why don't I have one? And you become so bitter and become so focused on the lack thereof while somebody else is praying, Lord, I just want a marriage. Lord, I just want a marriage. Because what your current situation is, is somebody's prayer topic. And you need to enjoy it as much as you can whilst preparing for the next level. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Whilst being prepared for the next level, whilst you are coming to, uh, you are being migrated from where you are to the next phase of your life, enjoy your current situation. Because a time is coming, you will look back and say, those were the days. Those were the days. You need to enjoy. Look at somebody's face and say, enjoy the situation. Number two, danger of comparison. Comparison will stall your progress. It will store your progress. By focusing all your energy or energies on other person's businesses, you prevent your life from making the necessary progress that will transition you to the next level. It's like somebody who is putting up a building. Your building has started taking shape. And suddenly, you are invited. I, I, I shared this as example last week. You are invited to somebody's house. You see how they have built their home. They have a leg room, stomach room, massage parlor, hair cut room. Um, the dog has their own chamber and hall in the house. And when you leave the place, you are, you are now sad. You are now, okay, I want to break my own and, and my dog also needs a chamber and hall. Wherein, if you are just focused and progressed, you would have gone further and probably finished what you started. Simply by being distracted and being, allowing yourself to look at what others are doing and focusing on it, your progress is stalled. Have you written, have you been in an exams room before? You are writing exams. And suddenly you lift your head and the guy on your right is just writing and drawing diagrams and he's, he's doing, taking extra paper and uh, the person is using um, um, uh, graph sheets. And you are wondering, we are, we are doing, we are doing um, social studies. Where from the graph, graph sheets? And suddenly you are thinking, did I miss something? 
and you're, you're so confused. Whereas if you are just focused on yours, at the end of the exam, you realize that this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He has just missed it. But you have been dragged into a place where by comparison, your progress is stopped. That's how life is. Focus on where God is taking you. Focus on your journey. Focus on what you're doing. And don't be distracted by what others are doing and begin to compare yourself with them. Ah, so so and so's child. They are so brilliant. They can say ABCD. You, you can't say ABCD. Give them 20 years from today. You realize that ABCD is really nothing. There are higher things that perhaps your child, by God's grace, understands and is able to. And then this one says, Yeah, but when you were young, you didn't know anything. Some of us, when we were young, we didn't know Shelley. Hallelujah. In class two, I remember very well. I still see that report card all the time in my father's house. Because that report card gave me the beatings of my life. The teacher wrote, handwriting is haphazard and in- Ill- illegible. My father said, what? A poor pass off. Today, even that teacher, my handwriting is nicer than his. I'm telling you, even that, that teacher. See, it, it, is, it would stall your progress, comparison. I remember Pastor Afi told me a story of one of their colleagues at work. Their wife says all her friends and children attend some international school. And they are all paying about 5,000 CDs per term. And they have how many children? Two. And so she insists that by all means necessary, her children must attend the same school her friends' children attend. The husband's salary cannot pay, but she says they must go there. Because somebody else's children go there. You can't live your life like that. Comparison. Number three, reason. Or danger of comparison. Number three. Number three. You must not compare your life with others because nobody has a perfect life. Nobody has a perfect life. The, the, the way you are looking at somebody and envying some part of their life, that's how somebody is looking at yours and envying some other part of yours. You know that one? Yeah. The way you are looking at somebody, ah, this one, this one. Somebody is also looking at your life, ah, this one and that one and that one. Because nobody has it all figured out. Nobody has it all under control. All you are seeing is the highlights. So you don't compare. Because... The imperfections, when they are, they are opened up to you, some of you, you take your own like that. Hallelujah. The imperfect, you will take yours like that. There's this, this story I was sharing with them this morning. There's this young preacher out there. Oh, the man looks, I mean, he dresses well. Yes, about, I was telling them, three Range Rovers. I, he's, he's enjoying life. And suddenly, we got to know that when you go enter his room, you see feathers and cola nuts and bones and things. I said, look at this one. This one, if you go and envy him or go and be, start comparing yourself, you are killing yourself. What do you think? Yeah. The imperfections of people, when they, if the Lord decides to open them up, imagine having a husband 
called Joseph, Mary. Your husband is called Joseph. And then you see David. I wish my husband was like David. Think about it for a second. After all, when when, uh, I got pregnant, Joseph was thinking of leaving me. What kind of man is this? That you don't believe that the Holy Spirit has impregnated me. Then you are not the right person for me. Look at David. David is always singing in the presence of God. He can play the harp and the demons harassing Saul will leave. I'm sure if David comes to play, the demons harassing you, Joseph, will also leave. I think I need me a David before you realize that David is actually a murderer on the other side because he killed Bathsheba's husband. And you realize that David is actually a wife snatcher on the other side because he took Bathsheba from Uriah. Hallelujah. So, so sometimes you need to be careful. Nobody has a perfect life. Nobody. Imagine you say, I want the anointing Paul had. Me, it is Paul's anointing. Apostle Paul. Can you? He says, me, they have lashed me more than everybody. The anointing that attracts lashes. Can you? It's okay. Then I don't like Apostle Paul again. I want Apostle Peter. Can you? I will die with you. I will die with you. Do you know him? I don't know him three times. Can you? So, okay, no, no, no. I want John the Baptist. I am proclaiming. Can you? They cut his head off. He was eating locusts and ant. Can you? My point is, everybody has imperfections. And so you should be careful when you are in the business of always comparing your life with others. Nobody has a perfect life. I want you to lift up your right hand. You want to begin to pray that may God deliver you from that which makes men compare. Every day comparison. Compare with this and that and that and that and that. That we should rather be thankful for our lot. Lift up your voice. You want to begin to pray. Lift up your voice. 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 Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.